1: 911, what's your emergency? I can't find Captain Nash and his wife's cruise ship.
2: Tonight, 911 comes to ABC. And we're going to make it out of here. We got to work together. Tonight at 9 on ABC, followed by 7 News at 11. She was hired to fix DC's 911 problems. It was the worst I'd ever seen. But instead says she was fired for exposing the failures. The blame belongs in leadership. Now the I team digs into what fueled the mayor's decision. Tonight on 7 News at 5. Hello. Bonjour.
0: Hello. Welcome back to another episode of The Juice. I'm your host, Solomon Giorgio, comedian, writer, and the possessor of the smoothest skin this side of the Mississippi. Today's guest is a two-time Canadian Comedy Award winner and was just named one of Just for Laughs' new faces of comedy. You've seen her on Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Fox TV's comedy sketch show, Let's Be Real. And... She's the voice of multiple characters on Comedy Central's animated hit, Fairview. Let's give a big juicy welcome to Lisa Gilroy. Hi, Lisa. How are you?
1: Hi, Solomon. I'm great. How are you?
0: I'm. It's so wonderful to meet you. Uh, it's absolutely
1: for, stunning to meet you. And look at all these wigs you have in the background. Thank
0: you. Thank you. And you are. You have the the fantastic comedian background of a hotel room. I'm assuming.
1: Or- <laughs> yeah, but I did bring. I also brought my wigs, and I have a spooky uh, drawer full of wigs, which the cleaning people, I, I think, have discovered
2: in our. <laughs> <Japan>. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I tr- I've realized I'm very like it's gotten to the point now being in hotel rooms where I have to make sure it's clean before housekeeping comes in because I know I'm going to be back.
1: Yeah, I just know they're talking shit about me. I know it.
0: I hope they're talking shit about me. <laughs> the least they can do in my life.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Where are you on? Are you on, a, are you on a tour right now? On a bunch of shows?
1: I'm on an absolute world tour playing all the Spice mm-hmm. Girls. No, I'm shooting <laughs> in Toronto. I'm going to be oh, shooting nice. here until maybe November or December, so it's a long haul for me. Oh, wonderful. Yeah.
0: So you're you're Edmonton, right?
1: I'm from Edmonton. Yes. But I used to live in Toronto. I did the Second City touring company out here before I moved to LA, so it's nice to like be back with all my Second City friends out here in and- See them all. I would be devastated Aww. if I was shooting in some location where I didn't know anyone for five months. Can you imagine? Have you ever done that?
0: I've not. The longest I've ever shot has been a couple of weeks. Uh, no, one needs to, no one needs to see me that long. <laughs> <I've>, <laughs> I'm, no, I'm, I'm mostly TV writing. So I get to be behind the scenes uh, where I, I get to see people being taken away from <laughs> their homes uh, to film. <laughs> yes.
1: Turned into a vulnerable state so you can exploit them and manipulate them mm-hmm. in whatever way you so desire.
0: Honestly, that is a reason why I moved to Los Angeles, California. The Hollywood manipulation of scene—it is.
1: That's the business, baby. You gotta, you gotta
0: break people down. It's—I yes. really—that's—I've always—it's always been the weirdest thing about being in the city It's like the way they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna make this hard for you." I'm like, you don't need to do that to people.
1: <laughs> no, it's you already can, so hard. <laughs> you can be nice. How about that? Well, as they say in Hollywood, nothing more beautiful than a crying woman. <laughs>
0: That was the first time I've heard that, and I've lived in LA for 11 years.
1: Oh, really? It's it's on a lot of people's uh, license plates. If you look close enough.
0: <laughs> oh, is that? It's the Teslas, isn't it? I'm assuming. Yes. How long have you moved? Been in LA now?
1: I've been in LA for five years, um, and I love every second of it. Love to be a crying woman there among the masses. <laughs> And yeah, I'm excited to go back in December, but I'm I'm loving it in Toronto right now.
0: I like I'm not f- that familiar with with Edmonton specifically because that's where you grew up. Like, is it yes. like a, is it a big? I'm assuming it's a big city. If not, relatively, I, mean,
1: I guess it has a million people in it. Is that big? But it feels that's like a million
0: people. That's if I you put a million people in this room, I'd be very upset because <laughs> that's too many
2: people. <laughs>
1: a million. It seems like a lot of people, but I don't know. It's like mostly strip malls, you know. I mean. It's got a big mall with a pirate ship in it. I feel like I say that to what? everyone who asked me about Edmonton. Yeah, it's got a skating rink and a roller coaster in it. The mall's like the thing there is to do. But other than that, I mean, it's just a lot of strip malls yeah. and subways, you know. Subway sandwiches. <laughs> we wouldn't dare dream of a subway system.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Seattle, Washington. And uh, in Seattle, we actually have the very first mall ever uh, built uh, in the world.
2: What? Uh, Shut
0: up. Yeah, that's the, the the birthplace of mall culture is Northgate Mall in Seattle, Washington that actually no longer exists. It's actually a skating rink now for uh, a, a hockey team in Seattle.
1: Oh my God. Wouldn't you love to be there when it first opened? When did it open? Like oh, 1800s? I, like,
0: I think it was like the 70s, 80s. Like mall culture is like very new culture.
1: 1970s is yeah. the first mall in the entire world, Solomon, yeah. is what you're telling me. You
0: have to remember, like, there were stores and shopping places. I don't but- have
1: to remember anything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but they moved, like, mall. Like malls are, are very, like, 80s thing.
1: Wait, okay, then are you obsessed with me guessing that it was built in the 1800s?
0: <laughs> I-, I love that. I love that you went Imagine for 1800. People- <laughs> it's just going to the Orange Julius in people 1881. Up with their <laughs> horse and
1: carriage. I mean, maybe. Why not? I'm shocked. It took them so long to figure out that a mall should be there. Should happen.
0: Should exist. Once it started, it became a national craze. And then now it moved over. It's now international. Like malls are everywhere.
1: Even in Canada.
0: Even in Canada, which is like far away from here.
1: And we had, Edmonton Albert Alberta had the biggest mall in the country. And actually, Uh maybe even in North America. And then, of course, the Americans had to outdo us. They couldn't give us just one measly crumb.
0: I've been to Mall of America. And it's, this. they have... Like they have five of every store, so it's kind of like cheating.
1: <laughs> oh, they do. Yeah, what's the you point can, of that?
0: It's it's because it's eight malls pretending to be oh. one big mall.
1: So when you go there, you're like, oh, I'm going to Mall of America, and someone's like, which side? They're like, north side. <laughs> like you, visit, yeah. you're not gonna go through the whole mall.
0: Yeah, if you want to go to a Sephora at the Mall of America, you have to pick which Sephora you want to go to. Oh. Because wow. it's like, it's miles long. If you make me walk a mile to Sephora, like if you make me, anyone walk a mile to like a popular store, they're going to be upset.
1: Right. But I bet sometimes you go to Sephora and they're like, oh, we don't have that. But you could check the other Sephora. And then you just have to walk to the other, <laughs> the southeast corner of the mall and get it.
0: I feel like they should have somebody just scooter over. Scooters. <laughs> but Every I,
1: person who enters the mall should be given a little scooter or some rollerblades.
0: Yes. Are you, were, you mall, were you a mall rat then, I'm assuming, or no?
1: Well, the mall was on the west side of Edmonton, and I was on the south side, and I didn't have a car. And we didn't really—our public transit is not good. Yeah. So I would go—you know, I would go when I could go. And then you could make a whole day of it. You could have yeah. your skating, and there's a water park in there. You, <gasps> there's a really water park it. in there? Yeah, and you know what? You could go bungee jumping in the water park because the Jesus. ceiling is so high. What is going on in Edmonton? You're making
0: it sound like like Disneyland. It sounds fantastic. You gotta
1: come out, Solomon. All the best comedians end up.
0: I gotta go. I wanna. I, I want. I, I won't even. I don't know. I don't need to do stand up there. I just need to just go to the mall.
1: Yeah, you can just come to the mall, sure.
0: Um, so like gossip wise. What is it? Because I'm 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 assuming is it a lot kinder in Canada or is it?
1: I don't know. I I, I don't. I really don't know. Uh, I think it's probably nice, but I have nothing to compare childhood to anywhere else. So I <laughs> only point. know in my own childhood we didn't do a lot of gossiping. We had like there's like an auntie in my family who said, um, "Secrets are lies. Bad manners. Besides, a bit wow. of a rhyme." But it doesn't really make any sense, does it? Because the secret's not really a lie. Like if I go like hey, psst, I'm pregnant, like I'm not lying. It's just I don't want to tell everyone yet. It's kind of like yeah, it's not correct, but it rhymes, and so it really got implanted in my brain.
0: Well, I think I think it's considered technically lying because secrets usually mean withholding the truth. So wow. it's like you're it's it's not like it's, it's it's for it's not technically lying full out, but it is lying by omission and not telling certain people.
1: Secrets are lies. Bad manners. Besides, I remember when we were kids, it was like that was applicable because you might like whisper to someone in front of someone else. Yes. You know, when you're a little kid.
0: Oh, but hands these down. days,
1: I don't know. So I think that is... Has something to do with gossip? I think it's. Tr- I think it's trying to say gossip is lies, bad manners. Besides, I think that would be yes. more acu- accurate.
0: I, I I have no idea. I'm not. We I we can call. Is your is your auntie available for a phone call <laughs> so we can get confirmation?
1: <laughs> oh man, I would truly really hate to talk to her about that. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> there's a there's a thing you said, and I just I just need to
2: know.
1: <laughs> I just uh, really so to know. yeah, I don't think there was a lot, but I I remember like there's some shit in our cul-de-sac. Because we lived in a cul-de-sac. That's an American thing, right? Yes. Even though it's French? Yes, okay. Uh, yeah. And so my parents had like some beef with the neighbors. So we had a neighbor named Sylvia. You know, I debated Ooh. saying her real name or not, but <laughs> Sylvia, if you've followed my career thus far, <laughs> welcome to the pod, baby. And she was, <laughs> she was like the witch of the cul-de-sac. And um, my mom and dad tried not to be like very rude, but we did overhear, my sister and I overheard my mom saying to my dad, Sylvia's a a brick shit house. <laughs> Which, I don't even think I know really what that means, but that's that was gossip. That was hot goss. I can never confirm
0: if that's ever like been like a bad or a good thing cuz I've I've heard brick shit house like something like that's a like big and well like, like burly. Yeah. But I've also heard it as like a form of strength. So it's like
1: Yeah, and what about the song It's like she's a brick house. Like that sounds <laughs> nice. I think they're being nice to her, aren't they?
0: They're being nice to Brickhouse, but I don't know if it's brick shit house.
1: Okay, I think brick shit house does have a different twist.
0: I think Brickhouse might be like a uh, built very well.
1: Oh, okay. And then a brick shit house is like, well, we'll never know. I don't Just, think my mom yeah. meant it in a kind way towards no. Sylvia. If I'm honest, she was rude. And the gossip was, well, this is actually funny because this is what I thought the gossip was until this morning when I called my sister to confirm this. <laughs> I thought the gossip was that she walked up to like some kid's lemonade stand and she was like. Mm, that looks good. I'm going to go home and make myself some. <laughs> and then I called my sister and I was like, am I remembering that correctly? She was like, Lisa, that was our lemonade stand. She said that to us. And that's what started the beef between her and my mom, I guess.
0: I love how you you took yourself out of a very traumatic situation.
1: I did. I definitely had to dissociate. All
0: right, All right. sure. No one would ever say that about my lemonade. <laughs> That was some other kids that that happened to.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's
0: that is wild to walk yeah. up to children. Uh,
1: I I only pray to have uh, the audacity to be that kind of adult. I want to power trip all over kids when I'm older. I do too. I think we're actually we've arrived, Solomon. I think we can yeah, do I'm, it now I'm if 40. I, want. I can
0: literally walk out and be mean <laughs> to kids right now as an adult.
1: Have you ever been mean to a kid? I don't. I'm never
0: around children.
1: Well, we gotta change that so you can shit on them.
0: I have like nieces and nephews. I have one nephew who just mean mugs me every time I'm oh, around. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think he's beating me in the uh in the talking shit game.
1: <laughs> yeah. I would like to tell off a child in public though, like if they're doing something rude or bad. Yeah. I
0: don't like I feel like I I'm not I'm more bothered by the parent than the kid.
1: Right, that's true. That's true.
0: Like the kid is like like I'm always afraid of children because like one traumatic like you can just say one thing and then you're like oh I'm the person that created that memory forever in a child that's why I don't ever
1: but I think that's what the parents do though I don't think the stranger really has the capability yeah. to implant for that long
0: well I, that depends I've when there's kids at a comedy show when oh. there's like a when they, when somebody like an adult brings their ten year old and plops them up front, I'm like, I'm about to tell you some dick sucking jokes, and I don't right. need your child right here <laughs> looking at me.
1: Okay, so you have already asserted your dominance over the
0: younger yes. generation from the okay. stage. I've never withheld any information. I've never altered my material for the surgeon.
1: That's so good because you subscribe that secrets are lies, bad manners. Besides, so yes, you have I also,
0: to share the story. Um, I also am terrible at shifting gears and incapable of going off script. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh I love that
0: Well, someone's like ad lib I'm like you know what you wrote this so I'm gonna go ahead and say
1: it wow okay that makes sense because um, I mean the the listeners can't see but Solomon has been holding out a typed yes. up uh sheet of dialogue and he gave me my copy so we're just kind of reading yeah. off the script right now
0: that's the only way I know how to work I would have been I would have <laughs> fallen apart if this was a freestyle conversation <laughs> just me weeping on the ground like
2: can you please say on script <laughs> <laughs>
0: Which is weird that I put the off script part in the script, which is what...
1: <laughs> I know. It was really meta. Oh, and here, my next line is, you're so funny. I love your comedy. <laughs> There's no one funnier than you, Solomon.
0: Oh, gosh. Thank you so much for reading what I wrote and <laughs> not straying from the words on the paper. How old were you when that happened? When Sylvia well, I, came came I for guess
1: you? I had a lemonade stand, so I guess I must have been 17. <laughs> <laughs> No, I was probably, I don't even remember it. I must've been like six.
0: Yeah, I had no entrepreneurial uh, spirit as a child. I never wanted to sell lemonade. That's always, but I also was in like a pretty scary neighborhood as a kid. So it have been very terrible.
1: (laughs) We were just doing it out of boredom. We used to do shit like that all the time. I also saw, we were like a big hockey town because we have the Oilers in the NHL. And we used to make signs that said like honk for the Oilers and just like stand on the sidewalk and hold up the signs. And I did that, and I never watched a hockey game in my life. And sometimes people would drive by and they'd be like, they'd be like, "Hey, girls, uh, the playoffs ended three days ago. <laughs> you can put the signs away.
0: You can go about your day." I used to actually the weird thing I did as a kid was I, I, I freaked out about. You ever see the missing kid? Like they used to sell like little papers that like listed a missing kid on it. Uh, oh, just yeah? in General as mailers. And I was I was a very sensitive child and I would just take the mailer and go from door to door in my neighborhood and <gasps> ask people if they saw that
1: child. Oh my God, you tender hearted yes. one.
0: Until I was almost kidnapped once. And then I was like, okay, we can't do that
1: anymore. <laughs> you really were?
0: Yeah, uh, a neighbor almost uh, grabbed me and I ran away and uh, and I went back to my house and I was like, oh, okay, this is how, <laughs> this is one way this to also you, be. A- <laughs> yeah.
1: How you get yourself on the flyer.
0: And you know, maybe that might've been my goal. <laughs>
1: Um, I, You know, want to know some gossip I know about the yes. milk carton kids? I mean, it's not directly related, but this is the gossip I heard, okay? Missing kids on the milk cartons? Mm-hmm. Do you know that's only ever found one child from doing that?
0: Are you serious?
1: Only one. And it was because the guy who... It was basically the dad yeah. ran away with his daughter, took away from the mom. And the mom had no idea where they were. And he had a new girlfriend. They were living somewhere. And he bu- saw her face on the milk carton and bought it at the store and gave it to her. As like, keep this. This is like a keepsake. Look, this is you. Are you what? Yeah, and she put it in her um, bin with like her Barbie toys and took it over to a friend's house to play Barbies. And the mom saw it and was like, why the hell do you have that? And she's like, my dad gave it to me. She said, he said, it's a keepsake. And then that's how they found that kid. (laughs) Can you believe? That is truly the dumbest thing. (laughs) That's what a male kidnapper gonna do. Keep this, honey. People gotta know how good I am at snatching up little girls. That is
0: insane. But also, yeah, to be fair, if you show me a picture of somebody and I walk away, I'm not gonna remember the picture of them. Oh, really? Like when people are like, oh, there's this is there's this wanted person, this is what they look like. I'm like, I'm never gonna Yeah, right. I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna remember that face. I've never right. seen that person before.
1: Especially in that grainy ass black and white milk carton way.
0: Yeah. It's like you have to know the person in order to and that's I guess that makes sense.
1: Only one kid? Yeah, ah, that's whoa. Boy. I mean, that's the goss, okay? I don't know if that's a fact, but that's what I heard.
0: Well, look, it doesn't have to be true for me to believe it. <laughs> <laughs> and if anybody else tells me otherwise, I'll be like, you guys bring this up to Lisa. She's the one that told me, and I'm not going to believe otherwise.
1: And guess what? Now it's in a podcast, so it's official.
0: It's definitely official. I it, I get this. I get them every podcast notarized, every piece of information that comes through. So.
1: Oh, good. Thank God. Patented, notarized, Hated. copyright. Mm. Yes. <laughs> good.
0: <laughs> So I'm I'm assuming uh how's high school like in uh in in beautiful Edmonton?
1: High school is great. I didn't I was never like a part of any sort of I don't think I had enough friends for there to be I drama. Ah, yeah. <laughs> but my sister certainly did. She there was like these websites called like the dirty and like uh, vote.com or voteonme.com and stuff. And they put like girls' pictures from high schools and you could like vote who's what? hotter and then girls would like climb up the ranks and girls would fall to the <sighs> depths of despair and then the dirty was like you could like upload a a picture of someone and then like try. it was basically a burn book but on the internet yeah
0: that is haunting
1: it still exists uh, it again does? i talked to my sister this morning because it was like she you know we share a brain and uh, all of our life experiences so i was like what's the gossip what should i talk about and she was like well you remember those sites and then i went to check one out and it's still happening it, it's still fully, but all what? the people on it now are like mid thirties. I swear it's the same people who were doing it when they were 17, 18 and they just never grew up and the grammar is atrocious and it's just <laughs> not a place to, if you're, if you're on thedirty.com yeah. and you're shit talking someone, you got a big problem, brother.
0: Yeah. Cause it used to be hot or not in the States at least. And yeah. Oh, hot I, or not. And you would be able, it's usually you upload yourself and then people can rate you. And you
1: upload yourself? Yeah. You subject yourself to that?
0: Yes. Yeah. Americans are twisted.
1: <laughs> but are you sure that you didn't just upload yourself and everyone else was uploading? No,
0: no. I, like maybe some people got uploaded, but on average it was you, because it was almost like it was a very, like it was a birth. I'm, I'm ancient and this was like the birth of like MySpace. Uh, and I was already out of high school at this point too. <laughs> and yeah, that's, they just would upload the photo and you can have a little profile let you know exactly how you're rated the whole time. And yeah, I think I, I did it for like three months, and I was like, "What am I doing?"
1: How'd you do? I,
0: oh my gosh, I did pretty good. <laughs> I did pretty okay. okay. Uh, I was a very beautiful young twink, and
1: what were the <laughs> what was the, the system? Was it like one out of ten I fire drops? Five I can't stars? recall.
0: Like, but there's like, there's like, there's, it's uh, it goes, there's certain points where you're, it tells you what level you are on in regards to the site. It's been almost 20 years. So it's really like scraping the back of my brain to remember this.
1: <laughs> Listen, we're still, <laughs> we're still subjected to this. We have the star yes. meter on IMDB. We know if we're hot or not, maybe. I don't,
0: I don't pay attention to that. Should I, I don't know if
1: it's. Do you have IMDB Pro? I. It's demoralizing.
0: I, don't have, I know I have it, but I have not checked in on it for a long time. But again, because I'm, I'm in the writing world, so I don't need to.
1: Focus oh, you don't too need much. to know if you're hot or not.
0: Yeah. If they don't like me, I'll still get a job.
1: <laughs> <sighs> wow, must be nice. They're just leaving comments on my IMDb like this slore cheated on her boyfriend. <laughs> Do not trust her. <laughs> what? No, that's not for IMDb. That's, <laughs> that's the dirty. <laughs> the dirty, I was shocked when I checked today, everyone was using the word slore. I was like, what? These people have not mentally matured at all in 15 years. What is slore? Slore, slat whore. Is that what that means? I mean, ne- stop saying that. Like, I mean, that was like a thing for children. To, that's like a teen thing to say.
0: I think it was a Canadian thing to say because we have not said it here.
1: You really didn't? I it was never even used in the movie Mean Girls.
0: Oh, it was used in Mean Girls, was it? Was it It
1: must have been. It sounds like a word that they would use.
0: Yeah, but I think it never made it outside of TV and movies. Slore. <laughs> i I've, i truly yeah i have like it's never it's it's never like it was probably presented in uh, as i think that's the issue is that uh, american television and uh, movies do not uh, reflect uh the way kids behave <laughs> and, right but uh but it's 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 when people look back and check on us and they're like that's how you acted like and you're like no that's
1: oh, how <laughs> we acted like because we thought <laughs> canadian kids thought it was how american kids acted so that it is how we acted <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, we were much meaner than Mean Girls. <laughs> mean Girls was a very nice movie in comparison to how mean they were.
1: Oh wow!
0: Like I watch Mean Girls, I'm like, oh, that school seems very tolerable. Can I? Must that? be nice. <laughs> it's like they're not saying any slurs at this school. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> like they're being mean, but not racist, and I kind of oh, like in that. In a cute way, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's why whenever I watch like whenever anything like bullying displayed in TV movies, I'm like. That's actually pretty friendly in comparison to what it actually is.
1: Wow. See,
0: so yeah, I, I apologize for our misrepresentation of uh, the cruelty of American children.
1: Hey, that's fine. The cruelty of Canadian children tried hard to catch up.
0: <laughs> well, we, we 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 only know through Degrassi and those kids seemed really friendly.
1: Yeah, those are pretty friendly kids. <laughs> they got braces. Their parents are getting divorced. They're going through some stuff.
0: Well, you know, And also, I don't mind being a slur. I'll be a slur for the rest of my life.
1: Wow. Yeah, me too.
0: I paid Let's good money to be a slow- <laughs> Forever? Yeah. It, I don't know how you, the script worked out. I'm very glad we read it. <laughs> <laughs> Um,
1: (laughs) Wait, I have more better juicy gossip than that. Oh yes, oh no. (laughs) Okay, I have a way better I will stop
0: the tracks and listen (laughs) to your story. Do not assume that I wanna, please tell me.
1: (laughs) Okay, I have to tell you this because it's been like, I've been remembering it for years. Listen, I heard this piece of gossip like many years ago when I was in college. A friend of a friend of mine who went to a different college said that there was a girl that went there who was 19, just about to turn 20. Uh And it was like Christmas time. And she, the people in her dorm were starting to gossip and muse that she still believes in Santa. <laughs> and so <laughs> they were it was like Christmas break was coming up what? and she was saying stuff like, she was saying like, Oh yeah, everyone gonna go home for the break, like what like I hope Santa gets me like this and this, like I'm really hoping Santa gets me a blackberry, like all this stuff. <laughs> So she goes over for Christmas break. Everyone goes home for Christmas break. And then when they come back, she seems like deeply sad. Like she's lost a twinkle in her eyes. And they find out, well, her like roommate found out from her the intimate details and then it like spread like wildfire through campus. And I was going to university on the other side of the country. I don't even know. I can't even remember who told me this. But turns out she went home for Christmas and was telling her parents like that she feels bad for all the other people in her dorm because they have to, their parents are paying tuition and they have to pay for their Christmas presents. And it's like, just so lucky that her presents come from Santa. And then they were like, wait, what do you mean? And she was like, (laughs) Santa Claus, the one who brings us our presents. And they were like, no, he's not real. So turns out what had happened in this woman's life is that like around fifth grade or sixth grade, which is a normal time, all yeah. the kids in her class started saying like, Santa's not real. You know, when it all happens yeah. to all of us, you hear it at school. So she had gone home and told her parents like, oh, I heard Santa's not real. And then they doubled down and they were like, well, Santa's not real for those kids. But for us, he's in our family lineage. Like he's like our, <laughs> he's like an ancestral member of our family. Oh my God. And he's never been seen, but we're part of his like big family tree. We're like descendants of Santa. And so he still brings us presents, but there's only like 250 people in his lineage. So he just does us. And the rest of the world, it's just like m- a myth because he used to oh give presents to everyone. God. And in their family, Santa also sets up the tree. So they would like, the kids would wake up in the morning and the tree would be set up. So that was like something special for their family. That's how they knew Santa was like special, great, 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 great grandfather for them. So that's why the parents were like you're going to hear a lot of talk about people being like Santa's not real and it's because he's not real for them but he is real for us. So she just kept believing it until she was like 1920. I
0: I look I get it cuz it's like the parents did a great lie but that is wild.
1: I know. And it's like one of those lies that just feeds itself because then the more people talk about how Santa's not real, you just start pitying them. You'd be like, that's actually really sad that you don't get presents from Santa.
0: You're not related. I'm so sorry. (laughs) You're like, um, lady, don't say.
1: That is, oh my God. I know. That is
0: insane. Anyways. The the rumor that I heard in my high school was there was this one girl who thought the Holocaust was a movie and (laughs) she, (laughs) she learned it was real in like the 10th grade. Oh, when my she asked a God. teacher, like when she asked a teacher to remind her who played Hitler again in the movie. <laughs> and she's like, what do you mean?
1: And then she's like, which movie? There's more than one. She's like, wait, there's more than one. And she's like, well, yeah, I mean, it was a historical event. Lots of movies were made yeah. about it. It was a historical event. I have to run home and tell Santa. <laughs> God damn.
0: It could be. I, 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 I wouldn't be surprised if it was the same girl.
1: God, I'm sad for that girl though, you know, because it's like, even if her parents heard her say, oh, Santa, what's Santa going to get? It's like, you could misinterpret that for someone just having a bit of fun with the Christmas season, not truly believing.
0: Look, the trauma of knowing your parents are a liar has to happen when you're young. Yes. Because if it happens when you're older, it is, it's, it's just, it's too chaotic.
1: You've heard too many lies by then.
0: You heard too many lies and also you lose sense of reality. Yes. (laughs) But as a kid, if you're like, my parents are liars and everything they tell me is a lie to protect themselves. And then you feel better about the world because you meet so many people that do afterwards.
1: I mean, and this girl's getting like her poli side degree. Like she was not a dummy. I
0: just imagine an engineer that (laughs) like it's just a politician that still believes in Santa Claus. Like, so um, (laughs) are we going to expand like.
1: You know, on my campaign, I am pledging to have Santa bring presents to everyone, not just the just 250 of his true descendants.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. This, Santa's real and I'm related to him. That is, you know what, honestly, that is a top tier piece of gossip, Lisa, and I appreciate it so much. You're welcome. I I feel like that's, ah, oh, that brought me so much joy. <laughs> I'm always impressed when people are like naivete is like a very like special ability that I wish I had at one point in my life, but I never did. But I love them when people are. Yeah,
1: God bless her. May God Santa bless her. bless
0: her always. May Santa bless her forever. You know what? I hope I hope Santa is real, and that that is not that's that's not even like I wish that story is true for her.
1: <laughs> now let's open up Santa's mailbag. It is
0: mailbag time. This is a mailbag. Uh, you get a chance to rate uh, some of our listener submissions. Um, I'll just read them to you and we'll just give them a rating afterwards. Uh, and then again, it's dry if you don't like it. If, it's just, if it has nothing salacious, uh, moist, if you're like, yeah, that's, that's a little tantalizing. And fully juiced if it's like top tier, solid gossip. You got it. Um, <clears throat> all right, here's, here's a first. A couple years ago, I worked for a boss who was an adult baby. He threw temper tantrums and his phone at me. You could literally watch him go through the stages of grief and acceptance in five minutes. And he loved to tell me and my coworkers he was worth $40 million on a weekly basis when things didn't go his way. (laughs) Every day, I had to get him lunch. And every day, I would get him the same Philly cheesesteak, a bag of plain chips, and a lemonade. He would give me $20 to get him food. I'd get the food and tell him I tipped the food cart, but I would pocket $2 each time. Over the course of four years, I pocketed, i.e. stole $600 from him. But here's the kicker. The lemonade came from the office vending machine and was $1.50. And after a while, I realized the same lemonade was sold in a 12 pack for $6. So each time he gave me $2, I'd go to the fridge and get one of the lemonades made, making like $10 a week off him. I just go in my money jar and give him 50 cents change. At the end of four years and being berated driving around and doing illegal things for him and his wife, he handed me a check as appreciation. The check was $40. And I was like, bitch, I stole more money from you than you gave me. <laughs>
1: Wow, I love that. I'm Look, obsessed with that.
0: This is, yeah, this is like very like slow, slow revenge.
2: A long con. <laughs> a-, a long it. con.
1: I'm going to say, I mean, listen, I don't get a lot of gossip, okay? I yeah. don't have a lot of friends out here in Toronto. Mm. <laughs> so I'm going to give that the utmost juiciest juice I could possibly give it.
0: I, 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 I respect that. Um, me personally, I wanted them to steal more money. <laughs>
1: More money, yeah, but it's so sneaky. I know the buying in bulk of the lemonade.
0: So oof. clever, so thoughtful, it's and titillating. But yeah, that's this is. I'd also give it a fully juice. I think this is a. It's, it's a perfect story, Uh and it is a revenge on a boss. I love boss revenge,
1: and I also understand the person's need to s- tell us this on the podcast yeah. because you can't. It's not something you can like. Oh, it's like, you know, how the person always returns to the scene yeah. of the crime. Like, you want to see the bad thing you did. You want to talk about <laughs> it. But I can't imagine how hard that was not to tell everyone in the office that that was the very funny thing you were doing.
0: Yeah, that's, but I also feel like people, if they, if everybody hates this person, there's probably like multiple scams happening at this time. Like, right. this person is getting them lunch. Who's What's the person getting him coffee doing?
1: Right, right.
0: It's like, he gave me Starbucks money, but I just, I just get him folders and he wouldn't know
1: anybody. <laughs> Wow. Well, I hope that person bought themselves a decadent treat with that money.
0: I hope so, too. Whoever you are out there, I appreciate you for doing uh, your little scam. And I hope you continue doing scams on terrible bosses. Uh, and this is the, uh, the next little piece of mail that I have here. I have some train hopper gossip. It sounds like a bummer at first, but bear with me. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
1: my kind of gossip. <laughs>
0: Woo! Start, start, starting at a low point and going high. All right. A few years ago on Facebook, I got the news that a friend of mine had passed away. Via getting hit by a train. Yes, that is a bummer. Uh. Uh, that is a <laughs> bummer. Uh, I wasn't super close to him, but I was very sad. We were all very sad and shocked. About nine months after that, I was in Denver coming out of the Union Station and I saw this guy sitting on a bench panhandling. I was like, wait, holy fuck. Is that Reggie or do all dirty kids look the same?
1: <laughs> what?
0: He had the same build, same fast, same face tattoos, same everything. He recognized me and waved. So I approached him saying, You're alive.
1: Oh, my God.
0: He proceeded to explain to me that the announcement of his death was a product of a messy breakup. What? What? (laughs) His ex-girlfriend logged into his Facebook account and told us all he was dead. And instead of correcting the impression, dude just goes, fuck it. I'm not going to go on Facebook for a while. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'll never understand, but I'm glad he didn't get hit by a train.
1: Wait, I'm obsessed with this breakup technique. I'd love for Pete Davidson and oh, Kim Kardashian God. to try something like this. <laughs> I'm just, it's because people do Kim have celebrities. Kim is dead. She's been hit by a train. <laughs> she just doesn't correct it. Oh my God. Wow. Also, yeah.
0: If somebody just posted my death on Facebook, which I'm not on anymore. I'm like, yeah. People gonna, will believe you because I'm not I on there.
1: Believe you. That's the only way we get the news about death. It, Facebook is honestly purely for deaths and births. And that's it. <laughs>
0: Well, also chaos. Chaos reigns there.
1: Solomon, my dream is to be like, have somebody approach me one day and the first words out of their mouth are, ah, I thought you were dead. You're dead. <laughs> Will that ever happen to me? Wouldn't, isn't that something that just like happens to people in action movies? That would be so thrilling to hear.
0: I feel like I've heard it being said to me several times in a joking manner. <laughs> I
1: thought You were dead. He's like, I thought you were dead. No, I just had a cold. <laughs> I want someone to genuinely say it to me with tears in their eyes. I would
0: love to fake my own death. That definitely, that would be fun.
1: You'd like to gong girl yourself? Oh, easily. Okay, yeah. how'd you do it then? If you're so oh, smart. Oh
0: gosh, I would shrink myself <laughs> by five inches. Uh, <laughs> 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 Go fully white <laughs> and see what. Mm-hmm. See okay, how grow it goes out the blonde there.
1: hair. Just grow become... it
0: out. Go, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, no, I, yeah, yeah. Faking death sounds like a great a scam, but I don't. I don't have a reason to do it. Uh, I don't Not have a, like, I don't have a mass fortune. Do I? Have, do I even have life insurance?
1: <laughs> don't ask me. I don't. <laughs>
0: so yeah, I uh, I need to work on that. But yeah, I think this is uh, fully juiced for me. This is a perfect.
1: I mean, I I feel insane saying that this is also fully juiced for me. But uh, uh, the same way that stealing nickels and dimes from your boss <laughs> after a sandwich and a lemonade <laughs> is the same as a fake death on a train, but um, they are both equally juicy.
0: This is phenomenal. Like I it's, look, it's usually there's a juxtaposition between the two. One is definitely more entertaining, but this one I feel like two great pieces of gossip. Uh, and honestly, I'm I'm proud of, I'm proud of, I'm proud of you guys out there. Uh, and what you tell me, uh, for free.
1: <laughs> Cause can you imagine getting to be the guy that gets to go to your friends and be like, I saw, he's alive. I saw him. Like that would be such fun gossip. And no one would believe <laughs> Yeah, that's true. No one would believe you.
0: Cause that's the, that's the thing. Like we, we're pretty sure he's dead. You can't just, no, 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 no I got a picture. I'm like, mm. <laughs> right. no. Right. <laughs> Well, I, that's, I, we learned so much. I, I appreciate everyone out there for getting these wonderful pieces yes, of information.
1: thank
0: you. Reading your submissions, honestly, will always be the best part of my week. Okay, Lisa, let's take a quick break and we'll be back with the juice line. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple two percent on all other apple Card with apple pay purchases and one percent on anything you buy with your titanium apple card or virtual card number visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn apple card issued by goldman sachs bank usa salt lake city branch subject to credit approval terms apply pulling up to mickey d's just for drinks oh yeah that's me nothing extra just perfection and a straw
1: But hands off
2: the scratcher. That Willy really Wonka golden ticket is all mine.
0: Welcome back to The Juice. I'm here with Lisa Gilroy. All right, Lisa, now's the time in our show when we go to the phone. Um, we call it The Juice Line. And I'm hearing from our board operator that today's caller is Portia. Let's patch her in. Please hold. Thank
3: you. Welcome, Portia. Hi. 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 Hello. Hi guys. Nice to see you.
0: Nice to see you. I'm Solomon and I'm here with Lisa.
3: I'm Lisa. Hi, Portia. Hi, Lisa. Great to see you both. Very happy to see you here with you.
0: I'm very glad you're here. And I'm apparently you have some wonderful gossip that you want to share and I'm very excited for it.
3: I deem it to be probably the juiciest bit of gossip (laughs) that won't ruin lives that I
2: have. Hell yes.
3: But just in case we're using pseudonyms.
0: Perfect. (laughs) I love fake names. Excellent. I love them
3: uh, so it starts that a few years ago, my husband and I were going out with a friend from out of town, Brad. Uh, while we were out of town, well, sorry, while we were going out with him, we met up with our best couple friends who happened to be a gay married couple. We all had a great time, wonderful. Sometimes we would worry about mixing friends, but this went really well. Uh, so well, like Bruce and Brad, sorry, one of the couple, Bruce, really you know, took to Brad and they developed a pretty genuine friendship. Yeah, it's sweet because to be noted that Brad is like this cis hetero guy, you know, and at this time he's married and in a miserable marriage with a woman. Uh, Bruce, on the (laughs) other hand, is a very proud homosexual. Uh, So it was really nice to see like you have your heteronormative dude bro hanging out with your out Mm. and proud, uh, you know, friends. A good ally and to have. <laughs> Brad was
1: like the fifth wheel on this excursion. Brad was absolutely yeah.
3: the fifth wheel coming from out of town. Uh, we're in a pretty big city compared to where he lives. Uh, so he came to join us. So they become super tight, good friends. And Bruce, the, the homosexual, uh, is he's really there for Brad through his relationship woes. And he's really supportive and like just all out, you know, a real friendship.
0: Oh.
3: Out of the blue, well not out of the blue, I mean we all saw it coming, but Brad finally <laughs> leaves he finally leaves his wife. So we're all like, Woo, good job. Uh in the interim, while they're waiting to get like all the house stuff settled, he moves in with his cousin Lucille. They're a very close family. Uh, so you know, everyone's like, Oh, good.
0: Oh, well, good for them now. Good. Now they're you're bragging rally- <laughs> about their class.
3: <laughs> now they're, they're finally rallying around him. Exactly. <laughs> uh, now they're okay to be there with him. So he's we're, we're really happy. He's out of his marriage, he's being supported by his family. Things are great. A few months later, Lucille, the cousin that he's living with, calls me and she's like, Uh, I have to share something with you. <sighs> <sighs> Those are the best phone calls to get. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, so she says to me in her words, not mine. Well, Brad and I are a thing. Oh my oh. God. I did not think it was
0: going to go this way. Okay. The direction. This, oh my Shift. God. What?
1: A true cousin. First cousins. A blood cousins.
3: First oh God. first cousins, but like not like they found out they were cousins after they started dating. No, no, no. They grew oh, no. up together. She's like ten years older than him, so she probably changed his diapers. Like it's Ooh. it's icky old like I mean, whatever. Love is love. They are they're a
0: very it's, close family, I guess. I
3: told you they were close. <laughs> like you didn't want to believe me, and you said I was bragging, <laughs> oh. but this is not the kind of bragging oh I would do. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So she's like, well, you know, we both have our own kids and it's not like we're having any more. And that was the justification. <laughs> That's so wild. What?
2: Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, well, we're not having any more kids, which is Ooh. like
2: <laughs> what a
0: what a grounds, what a reasoning that you uh,
3: Yeah, you, you know so what? what? I'm not making anything,
0: so let's Why fuck not? cousins.
3: Why <laughs> let's just live out in the country. And anyways, oh, my God. So I was stunned. So obviously the next natural thing I do is call everyone I know, the first being Bruce, <laughs> his best friend. <laughs> so I get on the phone with Bruce, and I'm like, Bruce, do you know who Brad is dating? Because obviously I don't want to steal the punchline right away. And he's like, uh, yes? And I'm like... Mm, dish he then reveals to me that he'd been to visit brad a couple weeks prior and that he had sex with him so I mean, that's
1: where i thought we
3: were going well we were gonna get yeah. there i just needed yeah. to take that detour but i think that anyways like yeah wow. so they had sex but again that's fine he's in an open marriage that's, that's wait their so business.
2: bruce
1: thought that you were calling him to be like do you know who he's
3: dating because knowing <laughs> that it was him No, it's not him. It's the cousin. (laughs) Okay. okay. It's the cousin. So he's like, Yeah, I know about this. And it's really weird because a couple weeks earlier I was out there voting him, you know? Like it was more in he was also incredulous about the cousin thing. Like whatever. Switching teams for for a night or so is not, you know.
0: Well, look, none of these couples are having kids. So you know what?
3: (laughs) No, they're not having any more kids. Not any more kids, hopefully. And so he tells me, you know that it's really weird right now, obviously, yeah. and they haven't spoken. So, like, in the span of, like, two weeks, this guy left his wife, slept with his man best friend, and then shacked up with his cousin. He's on a world tour. He's yeah. on a world tour. Unfortunately, Lucille, the cousin, you know, like, she recognized a certain—she's like, oh, Bruce is a predator. And I'm like, "Mm." she's like, Bruce is a predator.
0: Cousin fucker. Don't you go that way.
3: (laughs) Older cousin fucker. Older. So predatory. Like, I'd used that word about her prior to her using it about him. I was like, oh, dude, that's like the ultimate projection. Uh, So unfortunately, they're no longer friends. But don't worry. Brad and his cousin are still living together. They bought a house out in the country. They have their daughters who are cousins slash stepsisters every once in a while (laughs) living there. (sighs)
1: And uh, it's been about four years now. Wow. Wow. What do the moms think? The moms (laughs) must be involved. So,
3: Right. The mom's no longer involved because he was in a miserable marriage before. And because she was too involved then, he pushed her away. So her being afraid of now losing her son and her granddaughter and her niece uh, is... What choice does she have? <laughs> this poor woman. Wow.
0: Yeah. Uh, wow. That's
3: <sighs> so wild. Yeah. That is... I'm sorry to burden you guys with this information. No, that's
0: not a burden at all. That is... <laughs>
1: incredibly juicy. we Please love how. insanely it
0: wonderful. Like, that is truly... I can't even begin to um, say thank you.
1: Yes, thank you for sharing that.
0: (laughs) It's a layered story with a full misdirection uh, and honestly, perfect gossip. And Brad, if you're out there, go back to Bruce.
1: (laughs)
3: Absolutely, dude. Live like that your is life.
0: really. <laughs> Thank you so much for that piece of gossip. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be reeling about it for the rest of the day.
3: I really hope so. I'm very glad to do that for you. Thank you guys. Thank you for. Thank you for. <laughs> Thanks.
2: Yeah. Bye. Please hold. Thank
0: you. Wow. Oh my goodness. i wow. Did not expect a cousin fucker to call. <laughs>
1: Okay, is it bad to fuck your cousin? Listen, I don't want to fuck mine. I, but if you're not going to have kids, like, are we okay? <laughs> you know, love is love. I I know. I know. It's not quite right. It's, it's not quite right.
0: Look, I'm not going to. You know what? We'll just, we'll be, look, I, all my cousins aren't hot. So it kind of, as as the hot cousin, no, I don't want, I don't want to do it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, right. Because they'll all be after you.
0: Yeah. yeah, I don't do whatever you want to do as long as you don't create a child. I think it's fine. I, I don't think it's fine. I think it's disgusting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, I okay. Just, thank you. Thank you for yeah. giving me permission.
0: But you, can, you I'm know off. What? I'm gonna let you do whatever you want to do there, Lisa. And thank you so much. This is that was our show. We went through so much together. And what a I roller
1: re- coaster! I'm sweating.
0: I appreciate everything we you got told me. So
1: much juicy info.
0: You gave me so much too, which makes me very happy. You are a solid gossip, and I really appreciate it.
1: Wow, we're all predators <laughs> in our own way, aren't
0: we? Then <laughs> that is our episode. Thank you again, Lisa.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
0: That is the delightful, the wonderful, and the hilarious Lisa Gilroy. Uh, You can stay up to date with Lisa on Instagram and Twitter at TheLisaGilroy. And also, be sure to check out Fairview on Comedy Central. As always, if you want to tell your story on The Juice, send them in by visiting teamcoco.com slash heyjuice. And please, please remember to rate and review in Apple Podcasts. Give us all the stars. It would mean so much to me. The Juice is produced by Nick Leal, Jen Samples, and Lisa Berm. Executive producers are Jeff Ross, Adam Sachs, and Joanna Solitaroff. Music by Eduardo Perez and engineering and mixing by Joanna Samuel. Booking by Paula Davis, Gina Batista, and Maddie Ogden. And thanks for listening. And as always, have a juicy day.
2: This has been a Team Coco production.